Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Limerick councillors, well, they're not happy about being bypassed. They're not roads or anything, but that's what's happened to them on a crucial decision about plans to build a new bridge over the canal known as the Mike Madden or Humpback Bridge with plans being lodged directly with on board Planola instead. And to share their thoughts, we have Labour councillor Conor Sheehan and Fianna Fáil councillor Kieran O'Hanlon. Good morning to both of you. Um, very briefly, Conor, lots of people in that area will know exactly where we're talking about, but for people around Limerick City and County give us a, a little bit of a description of where you're talking about Well Joe I was originally on your programme um, I'd say a little over a year ago just shortly before the general election um, talking about this I know it seems like a thousand years ago at this stage Well it was a year ago today wasn't it the general election it was, it was, and I'd say it was about a year and a week ago when I was on, when I was first talking about these proposals. So the council had initially applied, had initially um, put up an, a notice that they intended to apply by way of a Part 8, which is procedure whereby all the councillors in the metropolitan area would vote on this to put a new two-lane vehicle bridge on the Park Canal, which links Lower Park and Rebogue. So the uh, so a lot of people would know Mike Madden's bridge as the Humpback Bridge. So it's the bridge there, very near Musgrave, and the Bottle Bank. And what and what they had proposed was to put a new two-lane vehicle bridge next to the railway bridge to change the layout of the road completely there and to keep the existing Mike Madden's bridge just for pedestrian stroke cyclist use. So. Yeah, no, they, it's a small, tight bridge, isn't it? I mean, there is an argument that that might be the best thing to do with it. Yeah, but the 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 issue here, Joe, is you're talking about this area is already a rat run. It's a very residential area, and I'm sure Kier, Kier, Kieran will tell you from his side of the canal as well. There are loads of elderly people. There are loads of families living in in the vicinity, and you're talking about bringing even more traffic through this area than there already is because people already use it as a rat run to come in from Clare um, to get to crossover to drive out by Aldi and to, to go out by UL. And especially given the fact that the Green Party have decided, you know, that they're going to put, put a nail in the coffin of the Northern Distributor Road, if this two-lane vehicle bridge goes ahead, it could end up being the main route that people would use to travel by car from, say, the Westbury Shannon Banks of player o- over to, to UL. Yeah, but isn't that an interesting point you make, Connor? Is, is there not even a contrast in your position and the position of some others when it comes to the Kuna Nakhlesheen Road project and what's being proposed here? Well, you see, Joe, the key, the key difference is the Kuna Nakhlesheen Road is number one a ring road. So you're talking about taking traffic out of residential areas. So you're talking about not creating these sort of rat runs. And what the Greens have actually proposed in relation to My Ross will turn the community of My Ross into a rat run because you'll drive all the traffic into the middle of of of, of the community. Kieran O'Hanlon, what's your view on this? Well, I think Connor has explained it quite well. Um, I, I really don't understand the necessity for this new bridge uh, over the canal because I accept that Mike Madden's bridge is structurally, uh, you know, there's questions over the structure of the bridge itself. 
and the idea was that, that we would... Uh, and, and is there a light system there at the moment? Is that there, how... there, there is indeed, you know. But, it, you know, so the idea was that that would become a pedestrian and cyclist for cyclists only. However, as you go in nearer to the town, we have already a bridge over the Pahaley side at Grove Island. And I don't see the necessity for a, a new bridge, a, a further bridge, because, as Connor has said, we're talking of two residential areas. Connor lives on one side of the canal there at the, at the park side, Lower Park. I live in Reborg. And when the schools and universities are operating, you know, it becomes quite impossible, nearly, for kids to go to school in a safe manner because it's, it's a constant flow in the morning there of traffic and quite dangerous. So I don't, I really uh, don't see the necessity. And if we have a few million to spend, I would like to see it spent on the canal itself and get water flowing there. You know, hundreds are walking there on a daily basis now. Beautiful area. And aesthetically as well, I think this new bridge uh, wouldn't be in keeping with the beauty of right. the canal area. But, but is that not part of the thinking here that uh, a particular area would be used as it is at the moment more and more by walkers and cyclists? Uh, absolutely, of course, more and more and more. And like, um, I, I, I suppose championed the, the campaign that uh, had the restoration of the canal uh, quite a number of years ago and we now have cycle paths and footpaths there. Yes, that's what we want. But we don't want a constant flow of traffic bypassing the Carbley Road and coming through Reborg and coming through Carbley. As Hannah said, well, there's a lot of elderly people and young kids going to school. So, you know, I think we, we, we can have a, a win on both sides of this. But you yeah, can, but I suppose the bottom line for you guys, um, um, we're talking to Councillor Kieran O'Hanlon and Councillor Conor Sheehan, is that there's not much you can do about it anyway. It's gone directly to onboard Planola. And on what basis is the council able to bypass councillors and lodge it straight with onboard Planola? Well, we, we have asked for a meeting as a result of um, this coming out to us last week. Though. Now, we've asked for a meeting with council officials. And I believe it's the view of most of the councillors in Limerick City North that this bridge should not go ahead. However, you know, I would like to see consultation with the people, particularly of Reborg and on the other side of Lower Park and uh, Abbey Lock, Abbey Vale, Richmond Park, that area, to get their views on it as well. These The people should be consulted for before these things go ahead. Right. I understand that, but Conor Sheehan, what's the basis on which it's going to onboard Planola and councillors elected uh, by uh, the people in uh, this area bypassed? Well, Joe, I think I think part of the reason why the council may have gone to onboard Planola is that I think they would have had great difficulty getting this through. As Kieran said, seven councillors in the electoral area, and I know the first time when they applied by Part Eight, there were quite a number of submissions from people living on both sides of the canal because like what they're proposing is totally in excess of what's needed there and you know as Kieran said there is an issue there with the structural integrity of Mike Madden's bridge is putting a big two-lane nearly quasi motorway flyover style bridge over the canal the solution I don't think so I mean this is a beautiful leisure amenity the last thing we should be doing is is, is attracting more 
vehicular traffic up, you know, what is essentially sort of like a country road with some modifications, you know. Yeah. Ken has been in touch on Live 95's Facebook page to say the people making decisions don't live in the area, don't see the traffic chaos around Corbally. We have three busy schools and nearly 1,000 houses in Westbury. Uh, this back road is currently slow, but it works for traffic going both ways. Uh, have the council look at other options like a bypass uh, in the Castle Troy area instead. Um, but uh, as I say, Connor, there, there, is, there doesn't feel like there's a huge amount you can do about this. You know, I mean, you can make the point you're making as Kieran can this morning. Ultimately, it goes to board Planola. There'll be a process, and if they give it the thumbs up, sure, that's it. It's going to happen. End the story. Thanks and good luck. Well, well as Kieran said, we we have we have requested a meeting with, with the, the relevant of, officials because I think the least we're so they're not going to reverse board. their decision on onboard Planola going to onboard Planola. They're hardly going to say, "Do you know what? Great idea, lads. We let you deal with it because they know what you're going to say." Yeah. But- they do, but at the same time, there is a planning process here and people can and should, and I will certainly be encouraging people in the locality, including myself and including the six other councillors, as I'm sure Kieran will, will, to make their views known to the planning authority, because this is far from a fait accompli, you know. Mm. Joe, Joe, if I could come in there as well, just to say, Connor mentioned the, uh, the, the Northern Distributor Order. This is actually part of the problem as well, you know. I mean, as mayor, I pushed through, uh, you know, agreement on the council with this northern distributor order, and it was it, it it the intention is that it would go from Kona to Nakashin, and on to Anakati, and that would alleviate a lot of the traffic that was coming through. But I mean, if we're going to close off that road, it's only going to uh, exacerbate the whole situation on on the Carbley Road, and. You know, I don't want to go into the detail you will be talking about later on there about the Northern Suburban Road, but I, I have to say we had a very, very positive meeting of the council on Friday, and I was very proud of most of my fellow councillors. And like Labour, Sinn Féin, Independence, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael all agreed on an amended motion that I put down calling on the, the minister to sign necessary, necessary documents to allow for the road to go ahead. This is the Coon and Dr. Sheen Road. Yeah, but sure, yes, sure the yeah. minister was on national radio on Friday morning with Willie O'Dea. And I mean, I listened back to it later and it was just absolutely obvious that Minister well, Ryan has no intention of changing his mind here, that you'll get well, two thirds of the road, but you're not going to get the extra third because they want to look at it and they want to make it better, well, they say. Well, look, the, 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 the half a loaf is no good to us. You know, we, but we the Greens think half a loaf in this instance will be better because well, well, the extra two-thirds of the loaf is what's being given. But I, the extra I, third of the loaf will be uh, fresher and, and bouncier. Joe, well, we got a legal opinion on Friday that said that that, that could delay the project by anything up, up, up to a decade because it basically invalidates the, uh, the existing I think Brian Ledden said to me on yeah. this show last week, and I think it's one of the few if only interviews he's done on this, and it's still available as a podcast at live95.ie, that maybe three years, you know, with light rail and, and but it'll, it'll be much better Brian Lennon hasn't thought this through yeah, well he is. no he says he has thought it through very very deliberately and and Minister Ryan has thought it through well they, they need to have a rethink then on it because you know how can everybody in Limerick be wrong except the Greens you know as I said on Friday we're talking just not about a role we're talking about people we're talking about a community and but I suppose is. the Greens would say that it's about their vision 
and the, the rest of you, the rest of you will see over time that the green vision is the right way home. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're going to have to listen to the, you know, democratically elected representatives. The vast majority of the council, all except the Greens on Friday, uh, agreed on the amended motion. And really, Joe, at this stage, Michael Martin needs to get on his bike and Eamon Lyon needs to get off his bike and sign the documents. Willie O'Dea made it quite clear at a parliamentary party last week, and it was agreed, I, my understanding is, by all Fianna Fáil TDs, including Michael Martin, that this road should go ahead. Well, all I can tell you is, having read a lot of the national coverage of this, and it's become a national story, both uh, for its own reasons and also the potential implications for the government. And I know I raised with numerous politicians on this show uh, last week that the real politique of this is that Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael nationally uh, may well be in agreement on what would happen with Coon and Knock Lachine, but they're not prepared to pull the coalition down under it. And, well, and certainly Fine Gael sources were telling the national papers at the weekend that that was exactly the position. They were livid, they were furious. In any other circumstance other than COVID, it would be an election issue, but not now. Well, it, it may very well become an election issue in the Midwest region because, you know, my understanding is uh, all the Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael TDs in Limerick and Clare and North Tipperary, because it affects this area, uh, are adamant that this will go ahead. And like, as, as I said, as well on Friday, there, it came up before that, you know, small things trip up uh, governments. And they may not think that this is a big thing in Dublin, but it is a big thing in Limerick. And I would caution uh, the Fianna Fáil leadership and Fine Gael leadership on this. I'm uh, sure uh, we all don't want an election, what, but if, yeah. it, if it came to it, well, so be it. Right. Uh, Councillor Connachine, one other issue. Limerick City and County Council was making national news as well um, about the spending on two parklets in 2020, or these uh, along the streets uh, as part of, of your COVID measures, but also uh, bringing life to the streets. I think it was over 120,000. Uh, do you think that was a lot? And there is a new parklet under construction at the moment. Do you know how much it's going to cost? Well, Joe, I actually don't know how much this new parklet is going to be, is going to cost. And, and the first I became aware of this was when I actually read the story in the Irish Examiner. Look, um, certainly looking at the headline figures, it doesn't look good, but we definitely do need more parklets. But at the same time, we need to make sure that we're getting value for money for our parklets. And I know that Cork City Council, because there was a comparison made with Cork, that they got much more parklet for their book, so to speak, um, because they, they had more parklets and, and, and they paid less for them. So I would certainly like to see more, see more parklets around the city centre because I think social distancing will be with us for a long time. All right. Well, thank you both very much on all of those topics this morning. It's a Labour councillor, Conor Sheehan, and Fianna Fáil councillor, Kieran O'Hanlon. And a lot of voices on the Coon and Nakashin Road. It really is a ferocious debate now. And in the third hour of the show, we'll hear some more of those two. But after the break, something different. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.